Location of Vaccination Centre Still Up in the Air Article by Michael Tracy The location of County Carlow's COVID-19 vaccination centre is still up in the air, despite a government announcement that it would be in the Seven Oaks Hotel. The hotel on the Atai Road was one of 37 venues named as a vaccination centre in an announcement by the Department of Health yesterday morning, Monday. However, this piece of news came as a bolt from the blue for Seven Oaks Hotel manager, Michael Walsh. I was surprised this morning when I saw it on the newspapers. It had not been confirmed with us, said Mr Walsh. On Monday afternoon, a HSC spokesperson told the Nationalist that a final decision on the mass vaccination venue had not been made. The HSC had been in contact with the Seven Oaks and inspected its ballroom in January, but Mr Walsh had not been contacted in recent times by the health bodies. Mr Walsh had said the hotel would be happy to play its part in the vaccination programme by hosting the centre. As soon as we get people vaccinated, the sooner all our hotels can open up and we can get things going. It's understood that the Seven Oaks had been the HSE's preferred option last week, with its central location and large parking capacity viewed as big positives. However, additional specifications in relation to pharmacy storage and patient registration caused a reconsideration. It's understood that two other venues, one being IT Carlo, are also being examined. A HSE spokesperson said there was still a commitment to have a centre in Carlo Town and to have it begin operations in March. Speaking about the mixed messages, Mr Walsh said, It's frustrating. I'd rather know either way so we can go ahead and plan for it and make sure it's ready to go. Meanwhile, vaccination of the over-85s is expected to begin at only a select few GP clinics in Carlow this week. Due to the shortage of vaccines, not all Carlow GP practices will be carrying out vaccinations this week. Only 84 of the largest GP practices nationally will be vaccinating this week, according to Health Minister Stephen Donnelly. The Nationalist understands that at least one practice in Carlow Town will be carrying out vaccinations over the next few days. Nationally, the goal is to vaccinate the over-85s in three weeks, and distribution of the vaccine will ramp up next week. The Dolman Family Medical Centre in Shamrock Plaza, Carlow, says it expects to get its batch of vaccines in early March, and has notified patients who are over 85 to be ready. Wind farm protesters intensify their campaign. Article by Suzanne Pender. The Save Mount Leinster campaign stepped up a gear this week, with signage erected warning communities how they will be adversely affected if plans for seven 178-metre wind turbines get the go-ahead. Cleelcha currently has a planning application before Carlow County Council for Crohan Wind Farm a wind farm proposal that consists of seven 178-metre wind turbines. Accusations of poor communication between Cleelcha and the local community have been an ongoing concern for the Save Mount Leinster campaign. People just don't know about this, and this affects far more people than those living near Mount Leinster, said one resident. For people living in Mychill and Kildavan, these huge turbines will be looking straight down on top of them, 
but so many people living around Kildavan and Michel still don't know about them. Cuilche says the proposed Crochen Wind Farm project forms part of its contribution to helping both the state and County Carlow meet emission reduction targets, and that the proposed wind farm plays a role in promoting and sustaining a cleaner, more secure, healthier environment for our children and future generations. Save Mount Leinster has held two virtual meetings in recent weeks to discuss Cuilch's wind farm proposal and the implications for the community, with each one attracting upwards of 100 people. The closing date for receipt of submissions to Carlow County Council on this planning application is Thursday the 25th of February. New powers will allow Council to evict neighbours from hell. Article by Suzanne Pender. A new anti-social behaviour strategy has been introduced, giving greater powers to the council to evict tenants who persistently make life a living hell for their neighbours. At last week's online meeting of Carlow County Council, the new strategy was presented and welcomed for its strong, clear message that anti-social behaviour is now unacceptable and offenders will be evicted. However, Councillor William Patton was adamant that the new strategy was not hard enough on the horrendous issue of drugs right across the county. The drug problem is horrendous in this county and it's in every estate in every single town. I'm sitting here in my study in my house on the Green Road in Carlow and I can watch a drug deal going on from the window of this room most days, he said. Councillor Patton called for the anti-social strategy to include an automatic exclusion from the council's housing list for anyone with a drugs conviction. We need a strong message to go out that if you are going to deal in drugs in a house owned by Carlow County Council, you are going to be excluded, he added. Chairman of Housing Committee Councillor Arthur MacDonald presented and proposed the new strategy, which he said was previously discussed at length and drawn up by the committee. Councillor Michael Doran remarked that the public has lost confidence in the current strategy and had to see that this strategy would be properly enforced. They have to see that these incidents are dealt with quickly and before they can escalate that they are nipped in the bud on behalf of the residents, added Councillor Dorn. Councillor Finton Phelan welcomed the strategy, adding that it sent out a strong message from the council that antisocial behaviour is unacceptable and people can be evicted. He added that some residents were fearful for their lives and living in a nightmare due to antisocial behaviour. Councillor Adrian Wallace agreed that a lot of people were living in fear and encouraged greater engagement with the communities who felt abandoned. Councillor Wallace spoke of the important role of the Tenant Liaison Officer to support communities, helping to create a healthier dynamic that would ultimately prevent these incidents. Director of Services Michael Brennan stated that Carlow County Council currently had 1,862 tenants in its rental housing stock the vast majority of whom are extremely law-abiding, adding that the county had very low incidence of antisocial behaviour. He stated that an antisocial behaviour strategy needed to be put in place in line with legislative changes and agreed that a multi-agency approach was the way forward. 
Mr. Brennan complimented the excellent job currently being done by its tenant liaison officer and added that the council works with residents' associations, community development officers and the Garda Community Policing, which he described as critical. We have a close working relationship with all the stakeholders, the Gardaí, the HSE and most importantly the communities, who are the eyes and ears on the ground, he added. Mr Brennan insisted that the Council's new strategy takes a strong line on drugs, and he quoted extensively from the strategy, outlining that drug possession and the sale of drugs was not tolerated. He added that when housing is allocated, tenants are Garda vetted, while the Council also liaises with Garda. Councillor Brian O'Donoghue raised the issue of a law-abiding tenant bringing in a partner who is engaged in illegal activity and also asked what exactly was not included in the list of things not deemed to be antisocial behaviour. You could have complaints that are just not reasonable. They could be personal difficulties between people. It is important we include what's not antisocial behaviour in this strategy, added Councillor O'Donoghue. Mr Brennan stated that a list of what is not deemed to be antisocial behaviour was included in the strategy, encompassing such things as babies crying, loud talking, leaving rubbish out on the wrong day and parking in the wrong parking bay, among others. Councillor Fergal Brown asked if the strategy was in line with that of the housing bodies, because they appear to have got it right. He remarked that housing bodies had a zero-tolerance approach when it comes to antisocial behaviour, while the council was seen as a soft touch. We are talking about people who have to live beside people that have machetes and pitchforks, people dealing drugs, a really unsavoury element. It's important we support the excellent tenants we have and weed out the ones that are no good to us or society, he said. Councillor Casson asked about the process in terms of who would carry out the investigations and the timeline. Can this go on forever? What's the process, he said. Mr Brennan clarified that evictions for housing bodies were done through the Residential Tenancy Board, while the council have to go through the courts. Mr Brennan assured members that in the case of a complaint being made, an investigation would be done as quickly as possible, but that due process had to be followed. I'd love to say this will solve the problem, but some guys don't have any respect for society or the laws of Carlow County Council, said Councillor Andy Gladney, who outlined a serious ongoing case in Bagnallstown. He added that in these cases, some ended up in prison and come back worse. They have no respect or consideration for anyone. It is the same persons the whole time, he added. Councillor Willie Quinn called on the partners of tenants also to be given a background check, adding that someone could come in that's from a paedophile or drug dealer background and no one knows because there's only the one name on the housing list. Mr Brennan assured councillors that anyone who makes a complaint to the council would be protected under GDPR and their complaint would be confidential. He also said that a second person coming into a home causing antisocial behaviour issues was covered under this exclusion order. Councillor Patton stated that he did not wish to hold up the strategy but called for a review in one year to assess how it was operating. 
The strategy was then proposed by Councillor MacDonald, seconded by Councillor Doran, and unanimously adopted by a show of hands. Function seeks top-up for tenants in receipt of HAP. Article by Suzanne Pender. Figures released last week show that 229 Carlow people on the Housing Assistant Payment Scheme, HAP, are in receipt of the maximum top-up of 20%. The figures reveal that the rate of HAP payments are not reflective of the rental market in Carlow and have led to calls on Housing Minister Darrow O'Brien to review HAP rates right across the state. There are a number of key issues here, stated Carlo Kilkenny Deputy Kathleen Funchen. HAP rates are particularly low for single people, and this has long been raised as an issue. It is near impossible to rent a property within the HAP limits as a single person in this state. Deputy Funchen stated that other HAP rates clearly need to be reviewed. Currently, there are 758 people on HAP in Carlo. This doesn't include those on homeless HAP. Of these, just under 40% are in receipt of a discretionary top-up. 30.21% of these are in receipt of the maximum top-up of 20%. This shows that the HAP rates are not reflective of the rental market currently, she said. We need to see a real ban on rent increases. We need to see a full rollout of homeless HAP because currently this only operates in Dublin but there are homeless people across the state. The Minister's announcement that he was to build 400 cost rental properties this year clearly falls short when we look at the number of people in receipt of HAP, said Deputy Funchen. According to the Daft Q4 2020 report, the average rent in Carlow is €1,032 and rising. With the maximum HAP limit for a family with three children of just €630, a 20% top-up doesn't begin to cover the rent needed. We know people are paying cash top-ups, which is putting them under serious financial strain. Minister Dara O'Brien has in the past agreed that these limits need to be reviewed and that they are not meeting the needs of people. It's time for him to start acting on his promise, concluded Deputy Funchen.